fans and we survived and we made it back to new york ladies and gentlemen and we had do we have stories to tell you we uh you are listening to marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans thank you very much for listening thank you everybody that found us uh wrestlemania weekend and talked to us it was actually an honor and it was, it was pretty flattering i must say people being saying coming up to us and saying how much they like the show uh you can find all of our episodes on markingout.com you can find brief descriptions of us and we're actually going to put a photo page up this week with uh you know fans fans dressed as wrestlers wrestlers dressed as wrestlers all that good stuff you can find all the shows you can find us on itunes as well uh type in marking out you can see our great logo by b-wing 411 and uh listen to our wonderful theme music by ring rope rebellion you can go to ringrope buy all the songs there check them out or check out their other music on uh cheat true long island story or uh, the big o's music if you go to an nywc event we have a Twitter, twitter.com slash out. We got to thank at Zach Ryder for blowing up our page last night or two nights ago, if you're listening to this Don't on forget Saturday. Tyson Kidd. And Tyson Kidd, I'd say. Um, that was actually flattering in itself, that Tyson Kidd actually listens to the show and is glad to hear from genuine wrestling fans. Because that week, this weekend at WrestleMania, we, were, we did everything and anything you could possibly do with... Not just sports entertainment, but professional wrestling in general. My name is Chris. Thank you very much for listening. Also, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. We post a lot of great videos. Um, and that's it. My name is Chris, and we're here with Dave. Dave, how you doing? All right. I don't know how long we've been doing this show, but you keep on doing it wrong. It's Dave the Rave that all the ladies crave. And let me tell you something, brother. We had one hell of a time at Wet Willie's. All those ladies just couldn't keep their hands off me. And they couldn't keep their asses off Brandon either. Yeah, I think Brandon should be called Brandon the Rave this week. That all the Miami girls crave. But Brandon, how you doing? You know, for a germaphobe, I sure did shake a lot of hands and kiss a lot of babies this past weekend. <laughs> but other than that... I gotta say that I am doing awesome as always. You couldn't keep a straight face with that one, could you? <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so let's. I did, I did shake a lot of hands, though. You did, you did, and I saw you purelling after each handshake. Um, <laughs> but you know, we did, as I said, you know, Saturday was a huge day in independent wrestling. We started off the weekend going to Ring of Honor, but that's not the main reason that we went down to Miami. I mean, we can go to Ring of Honor shows here. We can go to Dragon Gate shows in New York. But we went down to Miami for a once-in-a-lifetime WrestleMania 28 at Sun Life Stadium, which was... <laughs> it's funny It's funny that you say once-in-a-lifetime yet. We're probably going to go next year. I know, but that was the whole catchphrase and the whole slogan of... Oh, right. Yeah, hey, of the I'll first go, one. I'll go fuck myself. Please. <laughs> I completely forgot it. Please do. Once-in-a-lifetime. Buy the a, DVD May 8th. Not, or May 10th. One of them. Nah, fuck that. Buy the Marking Out t-shirt. Yeah, we didn't even mention that. After you uh, go and spend $35 on a Blu-ray for WrestleMania, go buy a Marking Out t-shirt. A lot of people... Tuesday, May 8th. Tuesday, May... No, don't buy it on May 8th. Buy it now. (laughs) MarkingOut.com. But before... Just 
what was your experience like? We're outside Sun Life Stadium. It's it's, it's jam packed. Everybody's tailgating. We saw the Iron Sheik. Not really. You know, a lot of people. Question ever. Uh, yeah, pathetic one. Yeah. If, I, if, if he's listening, sorry, but you just you just aren't. Step your game up. You aren't me. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not the Brandon. Yeah. But overall atmosphere outside was pretty was pretty loaded. Um, I was excited. I couldn't wait to actually see the stage for the WrestleMania because I've been avoiding rumors and uh, pictures of everything, so I had no clue what to expect. Absolutely. And getting in there was just like... I wanted to jump up and down and scream like a mark the entire you time. You that, asshole. <laughs> no, I jumped up and down and screamed because I was trying to get everybody to do the Daniel Bryan chant, which that is getting saved off because that's a story in itself. Um, but getting in there, well, what would you guys think of you know the stage, the ring, the way they properly presented WrestleMania 28 and going with the theme of it being a Miami? I thought they did a good job. I like the palm trees that they had set up. I like the way that they had WrestleMania right above the uh, entrance right. I thought they, I thought they did a really good job. And Brandon, I thought it was, it was, it was a really great representation of the city. Mm-hmm. It's like if you go back and look, look at WrestleMania 20 where I was, the stage <laughs> name was drop. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. The stage was the New York City skyline, and like it lit up, and it, that was cool. And this was pretty cool, too, because you had the palm trees in the background. I just I told Chris when we were there that the one thing that I would have liked to have seen was maybe a pool of some sort included or a shark tank. I remember yeah, I thought I, I thought I had this. I thought I had this conversation with Dave, but I guess it was with you, Brandon. Yeah. Shark tank. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Have Randy Orton and, and uh, Kane fight in, fight in the shark tank. <laughs> you know, my my brother's friend was apparently there, too. And. One, his seat was on the floor section, I think, in front of the palm tree, and he couldn't see shit of the ring, so he complained, and they moved him all the way up in front, like, within the first five rows. Oh, really? Yeah, so that was pretty cool, I guess. I guess it wasn't a sellout then, huh? But even Well, with- I mean, if, if you looked around, you could clearly see it wasn't a sellout. Yeah, it was, it was definitely still, not sellout. It was still a large crowd. What was it, like 73,000? 78,000. 78,363? But who knows how much they actually fib on that one. I mean, mm. come on. I don't know about that. I, I don't I don't think they would make that up. I think that's Why? a legit number. Yeah. Uh, and they're, and they're, they're, they're a company, too, that is very proud of having so many fans in uh, a certain area. You, like every a, single... That you could buy an increase. And I don't. I don't think they would do that. If you looked around, there was clearly a shitload of yeah, people there. Absolutely, I, I totally agree with you. And even before we got into the, the WrestleMania card itself, we got a nice little uh, taste uh, preview pre-show match for the WWE Tag Team Titles with Epico Primo, the team of Tyson Kidd and Justin Gabriel and the Usos, which was pretty good. You know, I I hated that match. Like, I, I, as soon as we got to WrestleMania, first let me say that it was hot as fucking balls there. Brandon, you're in Miami. It was sunny as fuck there. You're in Miami. <laughs> WWE, would it kill you to make a white Zack Ryder t-shirt? Like, are you serious right now, well, bro? just anything. They, they make any but, sort of white t-shirts. Oh, wait, yeah, you're wearing your rock yeah, shirt. Exactly. But let me say, I absolutely did not like that triple threat tag team match. Just for the simple fact that it was hot as balls there, and I just wanted, like, I prayed during that match for a cloud to go over the sun. And then, I, like, I texted Dave. I was like, "Yo, so far this this WrestleMania sucks." 
And then now the the match the match by itself was awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, but you had a jaded sense yeah, of the, the match, and that like, was I was like, oh come on, fuck this. And then uh, I, I, te- I texted Dave. I was like, "So far, this sucks." And then, like, as soon as it it's, as soon as it started, the sun was going down. I was like, "Nope, never mind. Nope, this is fucking awesome." Yep, man. Uh, we'll I thought that wrong. match was really well done, but I don't think that it should have been the pre-match. I thought that should have been on the card. I think that's kind of yeah. bullshit that a tag team that tag team champions aren't on WrestleMania card. Absolutely, that was a match that should have been actually on the fucking show. I feel like that's disrespectful to the champions, and that really doesn't give. Do anything for the tag team uh, championship, but it's yeah. Also- but in the in the same sense, that they're still on the card. Yeah, they're on the WrestleMania uh, card. They're wrestling in front of like seventy thousand people. Yeah, but it's not on the. I don't think it's. I don't consider it on the WrestleMania card. Well, I mean, that, a, I mean that's a, true. That's it's a pre. That it's true, a pre match that's, that's not on TV. It'll be on the DVD. Yeah, but yeah, I mean but that's, that's tr- if you if you go back and say that Miz is undefeated at WrestleMania. He is on the pay per view, but he's not defeated because uh, he had a he had a loss and a yeah, dark match. Yeah, like I mean, uh, with Zack Ryder, I don't really consider I consider this his first WrestleMania match. I yeah, because he, he does too. Right? Yeah, he yeah, considers exactly. it as well. I mean, last year he was on the in the battle royal and whatnot. Then no, he, he was wasn't. Lumberjacks, so huh? He wasn't. He wasn't on the uh, battle royal this year. He had that moment. He had the WrestleMania moment last year. Two years ago, he's in oh, battle yeah, two royal. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, but, but I mean, I don't really consider them on the card. Yeah, well, you know, it was, you know, I guess it was a privilege. And, you know, I guess WWE thought highly of them to put them, you know, in any aspects, wrestling. In even, front of even, se- even backstage segment-wise, I think it was nice of them to do all yeah. what they've done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you spoke about Miz. I guess maybe we should just flip-flop a little bit, if you guys don't mind. Uh, Miz is still undefeated at WrestleMania, winning the match for Team Johnny over Team Teddy. I mean, the only person that got this one right was Dave, surprisingly. Yeah, I actually thought it was a good match. It was nice to see them go back and forth. They had the high-flying spot at one point. Everybody all did. Everybody got their spot. Yeah, I thought it was... I like like that it wasn't a spot fest. No, No, it wasn't. It wasn't. We see our truth come out, the lie detector, and then Kofi come out with Trouble in Paradise, and then Great Kali. Um, yeah, well, I, I actually I rewatched because I, I saw Joey Styles and Jim Ross were speaking very highly of the match at WrestleMania 23, where it was the ECW Originals versus the ECW The New Breed. Uh huh. And like that was also a match that was given a specific amount of time to get people over under just, and yeah to, just to have a match and it wasn't a spot fest and, and to extend a storyline and this definitely right. did on on a couple levels because now we have john laurinaitis the executive vice president tower relations and general manager of both raw and smackdown say that in one breath uh taking over both shows and then the end of the match too it's Zack Ryder with eve kind of you know screwing him over as he's going to go for the broski boot and then after the match, kicking him right in the nards. You know how lucky he is to have been kicked in the nuts by Eve Torres? Not very. Yeah. Come on, tell me you wouldn't want to be kicked in the nuts. No, not at all. <laughs> no, thank you. I would like no, to father children you. one day. <laughs> David, okay. David just wants to be choked by Eve Torres. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> a, different, that's a different story. Choked that's and scratched. That's a different story. All right, so with Zack Ryder, where do you see him now? I feel like out of everybody in WrestleMania, besides uh, Daniel Bryan, he has the most that can go for him. He has the most storyline-wise. I, you know what? You have to kind of build people down. Like it's, it's, that's just a general saying in in like life is, you know, you for, from the bottom you can only go up. 
And he was embarrassed on the biggest stage in sports entertainment, excuse me, sports entertainment, like in the sports entertainment world, excuse me. And he can only go up from here. Well, look at the I mean, there's rumors that Layla's going to come back and team with him. To uh, take on Eve. I've been I've been hearing rumors like that for like I mean, ever. There's also he I'd also like could feud with Layla. He could also feud with Kane. He could feud with the Miz. He could feud with Ziggler. He has beef like he has so much heat with so many wrestlers and a history that had that's unfinished business. Yeah, well, you know, once we get to Monday Night Raw, we'll talk a little bit more about Zack Ryder and and maybe the Miz as well. Uh, let's go back to the beginning of the event. The World Heavyweight Title was the Curtain Jerker or the opening match. Uh, where Daniel Bryan defended against Sheamus. And when you think of Daniel Bryan from the weekend, what's the, just the one thing you, you guys think of? Yes. 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 Oh. No, absolutely nobody thought my jokes were funny where I said, when Harry met Sally. I thought that was the funniest fucking thing. And it, it I don't didn't... think anybody's really seen it. Yeah. Dude, come on. It's when Harry met Sally. It's I really haven't seen it. Hey, Bryan, how could you not? I'm not a big Meg, Meg Ryan fan. Yeah, I think Meg she Ryan's... looks a little weird, especially with all that Botox now. Not all right, Meg Ryan know. aside, the with Daniel Bob Reiner's mom, I'll have what she's having. Meg Ryan aside, <laughs> let's talk about this yes chant because we heard it the first Friday night of Ring of Honor, and it kind of just carried through the entire weekend. A lot of people are saying a lot of things. Maybe this might be the new what chant. Do you guys think I that? Agree. I'd agree. And do you think maybe this has kind of put Daniel Bryan over as a face to the fans because they're backing this yes we, chance as much as they are? We honestly, we have to see next week, next week's Raw. I think he's going to keep on trying to be heel. As we saw when he came out after Raw to get on the mic, he still belittled uh, AJ after. Yeah. But the thing is, when he did belittle her, I mean, usually everybody would be like, boo, everybody was well behind it and, and supported yes, him. I feel like this is one of those cases with, like, The Rock at SummerSlam 2002 where, like, he got booed the fuck out of the Nassau Coliseum. And this is one of those times except the reverse. But also this goes back to, to like, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, an like with Zack Ryder and stuff like that. that people Yeah, that flipped pretty quick. Yeah. If, if, on Two and a Half Wrestlers, Buck said that it's, it's with the catchphrase, and the catchphrase gets him. But that that was that's that's such a big gimmick in general. Just with wrestling fans, like, do you like anybody like catchphrases are big? Like on our show, what's our catchphrase? Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. You have to have that because it builds the character. It's like if you if you remember back to when you were a kid and you were going to school, like elementary school, and you're sitting there in class talking wrestling or not even just talking in general you're sitting there using wrestling catchphrases Absolutely. in your daily life definitely definitely this hand gestures and everything i know yeah. i told uh, i told my english teacher in 11th grade to go suck it i gave her the cross <laughs> i know How'd seriously that work out for you i i chris chris had his first experience with the man no i <laughs> <laughs> No, I Good gave her the, I gave her the cr- I gave her the crotch chop and I uh, walked out of the uh, the room. But slogans, catchphrases aside, it wasn't really the best night for Daniel Ryan at WrestleMania 28, losing to Sheamus in 18 seconds with the bro kick and the one, two, and the hey, three. I'd be I'd be more than fucking happy to take part in a WrestleMania history fucking. Hey, but but what it, history it, was it? Yeah, there was no history I to think, it. Yeah, no, I think it was the, the shortest match 
ever. No, eighteen eighteen seconds. That match was eighteen seconds. Heavyweight championship. Yes, it was for the championship. It was the shortest match, but not overall. But no, overall WrestleMania record though. Here, let me let me say something. Oh, it was an eighteen second. Kane versus Chavo Guerrero is an eight-second-long title match. That holds the record right now for WrestleMania history. Yeah, but the shortest rest, match. it's still WrestleMania history for the World Heavyweight Championship. That's correct. Is what I'm saying. But they don't have the shortest match overall. Um, another, another title change at WrestleMania was Cody Rhodes versus The Big Show. We all predicted Cody Rhodes to go over, and The Big Show went over. I'm, I'm actually so happy, happy about this. I'm yeah. so happy for that. I think that's great. And I now, he, yeah, he's the 12th Grand Slam champion. I think that's really good for the IC belt, too. I think that's going to really build it up. I mean, this is a guy that's been competing for the the World Heavyweight Championship, and I think it's going to help it out a lot. You know, I I had said that apparently Big Show has held every single title that he's eligible to have held in the WWE history, but I don't know when the European title was defunct or not. I wasn't sure. I know he never held that, so... I think he was around when I was around. Yeah, so, I'm pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty so sure. I don't also. think he held that, but he's held every other fucking title. Oh, he said like the I think four sets of tag team titles. Is it now? Something or three, maybe. Something unnecessary. It was defunct in May. Uh, the European title was defunct in May of 2002. Yeah, so there. So you he go. was he was definitely around. Um, a match that actually surpri- I think surprised most of us of maybe how, like how good it was. Was yeah, Kane and Randy Orton as that well? Match I thought for sure I was gonna fucking hate. Boring, such a boring match. Blah blah blah. Turned out to be one of the top matches in my opinion. You think so? I don't know. I I couldn't really. This is where I started to fall off. Because after this is our third day of wrestling, maybe our fourth or fifth wrestling-related event. From the heat and everything, I was already at this point. This is where I started getting drained. I was, I was getting into, you know, like yes, yes, this match because like we've seen Kane, Randy Orton so many times before, but it's WrestleMania. Come on. Uh, yeah, I think, I think for what it was and how it ended, I think maybe I feel this way because Kane went over, and yeah. I was not expecting that at all. Even though I picked Kane to win, you did. With that I, big choke slam off the top, yeah, yeah you know, and I that was expecting that was a uh, surprising ending that none of us expected. And I really, I give WWE mad props for that match. Yeah, whoever booked that one, uh, yeah, Kelly Kelly and Maria Menounos beat <laughs> Beth and Eve. I love right? how Maria Menounos had to go on Twitter later that night to say that she didn't shit her pants during the match. <laughs> the thing I didn't like was that Beth Phoenix came out to Eve's theme song. I feel like she's being the Divas champion. They should have came out to hers. I know, but Eve, I but think Eve, Eve was what's hot. Yeah. Uh, and what was she? What was she? What was she wearing on her head? She had like horns or something. That was crazy. Yeah, I couldn't see from up here. It looked like feathers to me. Maybe, say, maybe there was like a phoenix, like like a water buffalo hat from like the Flintstones. Oh, okay. Or like a phoenix hat. <laughs> yeah, who knows? All right, all right. And then we got to the, uh, after that, um, you know, we mentioned to... Wait, 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 wait. Before we go after that match, I think that was a good match too, right? No, absolutely. I totally agree. Okay. I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. No, it was good. <laughs> it was good. And if the Divas division can progress... Like this, I'm excited to see what what's coming up in the in the future, the next re- WWE year. Uh, then we got and to the- like, yeah, I was gonna say like, obviously people, other people could have been in that match, but 
what you said, you have to pick what's hot right now. Yeah. So, you know, Eve is what's hot right now. Beth Phoenix is the Divas champion, which represents your company. And then Kelly. I'm like Natty, though. Like, she could have been thrown in somehow. Yeah. No, I. She couldn't even ref that match. Like, that could have. I know, like, special guest referee was Shawn Michaels of the night, but I think for, like, a, a Divas match, they could have thrown in, like, a Diva. What a, what a good I don't s- think I don't think Natty would have been a good fit for a referee though. Why not? It's kind of one sided. No, it's she's been how it's one sided. Well, I mean, she's not a face, or at least I don't consider oh. her a face. That's because you haven't been watching Superstars. I'm sorry, I've fallen off on Superstars as well right now. <laughs> yeah, no, she's been wrestling against Beth Phoenix. And how are the matches have been? Fucking that- awesome. Yeah. All right. Cool. But, but they've been tag team matches. Ah, uh, okay. From what I've seen, I don't I don't remember anymore, but. All right, cool, cool. Um, under, you mentioned Shawn Michaels is a special guest referee. Hell in a Cell, end of an era. Shawn Michaels, referee versus Undertaker. I mean, not versus Undertaker, with Undertaker facing off against Triple H. <laughs> For entrance-wise, because, you know, we've always seen Triple H having those very over-the-top, very extravagant met, um, entrance ways. This was actually pretty pretty simple. Wasn't too crazy. You know? No, we don't know if it was simple until we watch it over on the DVD. But no, I watched it. I ordered it actually. Oh, really? when I got, yeah, I watched it when I got. It wasn't like you know he didn't have like a like last year how he had like a swarm of like warriors like coming him out. Just did his music, came out of that coming little nice. Him out. What? You said he didn't have a swarm of warriors coming him out. Coming, coming. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm a little dyslexic <laughs> this morning. Come, uh, Triple H is coming out. No, he's not. I, I thought I, I really need to rewatch that entrance. I thought it was cool, like seeing it like in the dark fucking stadium at night, and like it just lights up, lights up green. And was there red involved in there too? No, just his, his his attire what, is red. What, what were their eyes though? Like a skull? Yeah, it was like a, it was like a skull type thing that he came out of. I thought the skull was like red eyes or whatever. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was cool. You know what was more? The Undertaker's entrance. As you said, in a night stadium, it's dark, and then the Undertaker just coming out. Very simple. Didn't have to do anything crazy or wild. It was just, it was really like, as, as a fan, you know, that could have been the mark out moment of the weekend. But Plus, you didn't know uh, how his head looks. You didn't know if it was yeah. completely shaved. You didn't know how, how his hair was done. And then... He did. He came out and once he got to the ring, whipped off his hood and he had a mohawk. What a that was awkward. That was really awkward. It was. It was just like I, no, but everybody popped for it, which is the great part. They're just like, holy shit! It's the. I think. Shit. I think. What? If, I'm so glad they didn't start like chanting. Maybe they did. I didn't hear anything, but I'm so glad. What? But, would, what would they chant? Like just making fun of the fact that he's bald or whatever. Yeah, it happens. But I think. I think the original plan. Or not plan in general, but was to have him bald, and then he started getting all these like bald rumors. Yeah. So they like, they took like the next badass thing after that. I love that. Who the, do you think would get chanted at first about being bald? Him or Triple or HBK? Undertaker. HBK is getting there. I know, yeah, but, but he still has this long locks of love. But the best was the commentary. Um, during it, because I, you know, as I said, I, I ordered it and I watched it. Yes. Wait, so you you yeah. actually ordered it? Yep. Too? I ordered you it as well. You couldn't just wait. You couldn't just wait till May. No, I couldn't because I wanted because <laughs> I wanted to give the full round. Yeah, I get it. I yeah, you want to give the the fan being yeah. their perspective, and you also want to give the fan watching on pay per view. That's um, like I, I I said I can't really give my full my full uh, 
Yeah. Thoughts on the pay-per-view until like I see it. Jim Ross, who was awesome that he commentated that match. He'll, he'll Jim Ross, was I correct on that? Evil evil Jim, Jim Ross. Evil Jim Ross, like, yeah, right. From South Park. Um, it was just interesting. He's like, he's like, The Undertaker cut his hair every single day until Triple H decided to accept the match. You know, I get that was. I guess that was a good way to. Uh, but how would they know? The Undertaker is a creature of mystique. <laughs> but the match yeah. itself, to me, it was my personal favorite match of the night. This was another match that I was not looking forward to. Looking forward to. That's that sounded weird when I said it, but I like. I absolutely. I did not want to see Triple H versus Undertaker. Then they enticed me with the Hell in a Cell. And I was still like on the the fence about it, but this was actually, I think, the match of the night for me. I don't know. Storyline wise, I enjoyed it, but wrestling wise, I couldn't get into it. You just couldn't get into anything. Even the way, even the way it ended was perfect. I know, absolutely. It's just because it was that was it. It was the end of an era, and what better way to end an era? Maybe like you know, I could say the attitude error because those are the last two guys that are around from that. I don't really. Eh, well, not I don't really. really. The, the, the Rock really doesn't count because he just came back. Kane, well, those are the two Jericho. two guys that were at the forefront of it to end it by just uh, just a brutal like, chair shots and like did, it, I thought it, the chair shots looked pretty. I thought they could have done the chair shots better. I think you're just not happy better. with anything, yeah. are you? I don't think the chair shots were good. Okay, did you see his I back think, afterwards? Huh? Did you see his back afterwards? Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Talk about chair shots not being good. Man, those definitely Dude, hurt though. I don't know how they do that to themselves. Like his back was fucked up. Do you think this That's is the... what happens with old age, you bruise very easily. Do you think this is so what though... are you saying? I'm old? Yes. Yes. You're yeah. older than me. You guys remember No Holds Barred. Fuck you. I've never seen that. Yeah, but you're gonna, you're gonna, DHS. I'm gonna have to see it for my first time on DVD. You've never seen out. that? No, because where the fuck am I gonna see it? I have it on VHS. What's on a DVD? VHS? <laughs> yeah, like you don't know what that is. You probably know what a Betamax is or something. Dude, when you when you're going into production, you have to know every every single form. I know what a cassette tank is. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> it, was, it was a joke. But do we see this being the Undertaker's last match? No, really. No. You Why? never can. You never know. The you way never... that the match ended, as they all walked out and they got on the ramp I, and I they don't were think hugging. You can stay away from the wrestling ring. You think that? Although, although, does he have another kid on the way? I don't. I don't know personally. I don't know. I don't talk to him. Back. Hey, Undertaker, it's Chris from Mark and Nat. So, how do you have a kids? Oh, you have another one. I have no clue. He'd be like Mark. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, Are you saying your name? Or are you? Calling That's right. Me you Mark? are Mark. <laughs> Um, then the match that apparently uh, is supposed to be the show stealer, the WWE Championship, CM Punk versus Chris Jericho, but not before. But before the match, uh, Johnny Ace made the stipulation that if CM Punk lost his temper, that he'd be disqualified and stripped, to the, and Chris Jericho be awarded the WWE title. To me, that kind of made a damper on a match that you know. I didn't I want don't to. Think that even that didn't even play a factor into the. Yeah, match. I don't think it. No, played, but the, I don't think it dampered it because like, it didn't even play a factor. It's like yeah, he brought a chair into the ring and he like played it, played to the crowd, but I don't think that played to the played to anything at all. But you know, when Johnny A saying that, did you just think, oh no, there's going to be some sort of gimmick going on with this match? I did at nah. least. I didn't think that. All right, but it mat, match wise, solid, great match. Great match. And I think, Brandon, you had, someone uh, asked a question to us on either Facebook or Twitter. You know better. Yeah, at just at with two Ts. They wrote, 
How did the Punk Jericho match hold up against the Savage and Steamboat match? It didn't. Because Dave was just trained on everything. It was good. Don't get me wrong. It was a very good, solid back and forth match. But as Dave said, yes, I don't think it it could. It was. It, it maybe no. It wasn't. I mean, get to the point. <laughs> listen, no, listen. no, I'm not gonna get to. <laughs> I wanted. I would much rather see Chris Jericho versus CM Punk versus Randy Sa- than Randy Savage versus uh, uh what the fuck. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ricky Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, but that's Ricky also Steamboat. that's your that's your er, er, era. Yeah, that's of wrestling. My, yeah, yeah. Not. I mean, not to say that my era is now. Your time is now. But, yeah. <laughs> but I would. I don't know. I, I thought know. it was a great match, but uh, you know, nothing really compares to drag to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't even talk today. I'm still drunk from the weekend. <laughs> Christ. No, you know, you know, what was really cool in that match though was the spot where. CM Punk and Jericho were on the top rope or whatever, and mm-hmm. CM Punk, I think, went to do the Harakarana. Yeah. And Jericho reversed that into a landing. It almost oh, looked yeah. like he was going for the Styles Clash, and he did it right into the, the Walls old, of Jericho. The old I school Walls of Jericho. Cool. And it was, was it even the Walls of Jericho, or was it the Lion Tamer? I don't even know. I think they just called it. He, the he was doing the Lion Tamer during that match. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Which is yeah, very- I thought for sure that uh, CM Punk was going to tap out in one of those. Somebody locked in the Anaconda device and got the win. Awesome. I think I think it was a it was, I think it was a great back and forth match. Absolutely. And I think maybe you know I watched it, I watched it once, so maybe I have to go back and watch it again, and maybe my my opinion might uh might change. Yeah. Buy Kurt Hawkins T-shirt from Barbershop Window. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice plug there, Brandon. Uh, let's yeah. get into it. The main event, uh, once in a lifetime, John Cena versus The Rock. But not after performances by both Machine Guns. Where was Brodus Clay? Oh, my God. I didn't even mention Brodus Clay. The Brodus Clay with his uh, mama coming out and all the, the – and all the, uh, the uh, Bridge Club. Yeah, the Bridge Club dancers. I thought that I was, was good. I was looking across the way. I thought, like, there was an actual Bridge Club in Sun Life Stadium that, like, being a New York fan, I don't fucking know the, the places of Sun Life. Yeah. And then all these women come out. I was like, what the I fuck? Thought it was, I thought it was funny. I did. I, I liked it, it a awful. lot. I thought that was absolutely awesome. It was awful. It shouldn't have been placed right before a main event. I think that is bad, bad booking. Why? Why is it bad booking? Where, 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 where on the event should it have gone? You're not letting me finish, are you? No, I'm just. Should have been put. uh, I think it should have been put a lot earlier in the event instead of right before a main event. I don't think so. I think so. No, man, it was. It's a roller coaster. You got to have people going up. They're all on this big high from. then you throw Brodus Clay out there? Yeah, then you throw. You Glo- can't have you can't have these two big matches one after the other. Yeah, no way. So you would have. They should have put that early in the event, possibly after the. Uh, um, what is it? Probably after like Kane and Orton or something. Uh, I think they wanted the full effect of the darkness. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, he did have fireworks. The, then the same thing goes with the concerts. I don't think that they should have actually. Wait, wait. Done. That's something else I didn't even get to touch on. What? With CM Punk's entrance, that was the coolest fucking thing. Where like where there was supposed to be drums in his entrance was fireworks. No, I I can I I thought it was cool. I love that part. You know the fact that he got that pageantry with the fireworks and everything like that. But 
you know, he didn't some have of the fireworks. I couldn't even see because some of them, like when looking on the uh, on, on the DVD, like when Shawn Michaels, like I know you're like, oh, that was that was botched fireworks. It wasn't because the camera angle that they shot showed him and it showed going up, and they sh- you saw like the, the the flashes of light as he was coming well, out. And he was they? on his knees. It, it was just you know just flashes of you know fireworks. You know, yeah, they were at they the top of the top. stadium behind the uh, WrestleMania. I got really bad pictures. Oh. Of them. Yeah, I didn't even. I couldn't even find them. But, but you know, back to, back to the concerts. Why yeah. does David not like this? I don't. I don't think that those should have been put on. I think that the Machine Gun Kelly shouldn't have done that. I think Should've that Flowrider should have only had. If you wanted to do Flowrider, I think it should have been one song. Wait, what shouldn't have MGK done? The entire concert. He sucks. Uh, he was awesome. Are you kidding me? That was a great performance. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah I'm serious. I, I'm not a fan of MGK, but I think that was pretty cool. I think. No way. I think what the WWE, the reason why it was before their entrances was because they were playing the themes that were related to John Cena and The Rock. And I then, don't know. I feel like it ruined the flow of the entrances. I don't think that at all. Yeah, I have. Yeah, especially, especially since it came off hot with. with uh, Sean P. Diddy Combs announcing MGK <laughs> being there. You know, and also, too, to me, like, I was, you know, I, I was thinking about this. It kind of added to, to – it didn't take away. I was not looking forward to the concerts, but I when a, after it happened, I was like, yeah, okay, that was – I don't know. All right, so agree to disagree. Dave agree, disagrees. Me and Brandon yes, agree. That I, just don't I, think that I definitely do disagree. Okay. Chris and I agreed to agree. Agree to agree. Yeah, high five over the uh, the Skype. But it, for me, <laughs> it added because you had Machine Gun Kelly go out there. Just the whole the, the whole imagery of it was really a gritty. You know, there was like you know chain link fences, chain link fences, I, and everything like that. And it really added to like you know the John Cena like rough and tough style that he is. And then you had and tough. How does that add to it? What do you mean? How does that add to his rough and tough style? Just because the imagery that they were able to put, you know, they had like the, the chain link fence on like the, the Jumbotron and they had like the fire and like the grittiness of it kind of added to, you know, it added to John Cena, you know, being from West Newberry, Massachusetts, being, you know, had to build his way up and stuff like that. And then you had Flo Rida, who was just everything was very polished, every, very pristine. You could definitely very tell. Lip sunk. <laughs> bit, yeah, very think, lip sank. Much of it was lip synced. Well, some of it was. There, I mean, there was, obviously there, he's a rapper, so you got. Yeah, it was very more polished. Where, where the Rock is, the Rock is a celebrity. He's a superstar. You know, he's been in all these movies and stuff like that. Then you have John Cena, who's the wrestler. So that's you know really, that's why really the imagery liked, helped for me. I, what I really liked of that MGK performance was the end when you had Skylar Gray just like still singing a little bit, mm-hmm. and you had MGK talking like saying, "This is more than a WrestleMania. That was this I like that more a than a wrestling match. This is like." Whatever John Cena is going to win, like I thought that was awesome to say that and like to have the fans react the way they did. Yeah, and he got he. They showed him a Monday Night Raw and he got booed out of the building. Oh, yeah. uh, so, hate him. So, Speaking of getting booed, they showed Alex Rodriguez and everyone booed him except for Chris. Hey man, he's going to do good things for the Yankees this year. I booed the fuck yeah, like, out of him. Fuck him. Take Seriously, up a good fuck deal him. spot for you. Every other Yankee I'll accept as a fucking person. He's an asshole. He's just a fucking. Why? Because he's 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 railing Tory Wilson. No, he's a fucking asshole. If you've she's, ever come, she's in contact, not even as hot as, as hot as she used to be. If you've ever come in contact with Alex Rodriguez, he's a fucking asshole. Okay, well he, he like those, it's like the two people that I fucking hate because of baseball. 
No, not because of baseball, just in general. Alex Rodriguez and Lady Gaga. <laughs> because of baseball. Because, because okay. she was at that Met game and she was acting like a fucking asshole also. Yeah, she was. All right, so Rock, John Cena, main event. Uh, what are your thoughts on The Rock actually like being in the ring and working like how he did? Not comparative to like Survivor Series where he just popped in and out. That He was in there for a good, I want to say 15 to 20 minutes. I thought it was like a, like a slow match, but I think... I kind of feel like if you look back at wrestling history and watch his matches, they were they were up to his standards of him. I, I yeah, I agree. I think that they lived up to the Rock standards. I think it was a um, it was a fucking the Rock match. It was good. There, there were a few parts where I noticed a little that it got a little bit uh, shaky during combos, whether the Rock got up to a turnbuckle and John Cena had to give him like a little bit of a head nod. Or he was a little bit slow on throwing that la- that third and final punch to get the uh, that reverse power bomb that he does. I feel like I don't know. It could just be me. Like actually, I know it's just not me because people have spoken up and said the same thing that I have. But I just kind of picked up on a few things like that. But regardless, but it, was, it was a good match. Yeah, it was a very. We, good you, match. we can agree. We can agree to agree on this one. I yes. was completely shocked by the ending. Oh, so was I. You know, but also too. John Cena gave him everything he got. Maybe take a page out of the Rock's book. And then the Rock comes and hits a rock bottom and gets the one, two, three. Which he got a lot of heat from. He, uh, well, I, he was trying to get heat. He's in Miami. Yeah. You know, he knows he was going to get booed out of the building. Might as well just try to get more heat. And then, the, so you know, we, the last thing we see is John Cena sitting on the entranceway, just perplexed and confused. Yeah, did, you see, did you see my great picture of that? No, I didn't actually. I'm sorry. Yeah. So who won? We just said it. The Rock. No, who won out of us? Oh, I did. Oh. I beat you both. How? Um, let's see. I picked I picked Epico and Primo to win. <laughs> you picked the Usos. Um, let's see. <laughs> me and uh, Brandon both. You had. Oh, you. Oh wait, me and Dave were tied. Sorry. Oh. All right, but bullshit. Still. Get bragging rights. You have to do predictions anymore. All right, so let's get to Monday Night Raw. You know, coming off the Rock winning, winning, winning. No? No Charlie Sheen, Brandon? Yeah, uh, winning. All right, good. Winning, he came out and cut. I think that was the most heartfelt promo I've seen from The Rock ever, even from him when he came back last year. I think I think that was a great promo. Yeah, I think it was very down-to-earth. It was very to it the heart. A, it was a very strong start to Monday Night Raw. Absolutely. And, and to, mean, announce, to announce what he announced, even? Yeah, it's saying that he wants to go for the WWE Championship. What do you guys think about that? I'm for it. I'm for it. You know, after what, what, you, like that. But what happens if he stays on the same schedule that he's been on for leading up to WrestleMania? Do you think? Then that's not that, like that. You just can't. You can't. Then we can get David Otunga in here, and he can say that contractually you're supposed to defend the WWE title every 30 days, and they can strip him of the title. Yeah. What do you think about that? Throwing that goose egg out there. Uh, I think it would get more heat on The Rock to do that. Especially backstage-wise. I feel like a lot of wrestlers wouldn't appreciate it. You know, but if he was, I think he'd have to be back on, like, a full schedule. Or at least doing, like, Monday Night Raws every single week. Yeah. And Monday Night Raws and pay-per-views. So that very strong start to the show. And then we just had a great Monday Night Raw. like Jam-packed. Jam-packed with everything. You had, And then we had uh, Zack Ryder going off against The Miz, I guess, from continuation of going... I'm from Team Johnny, excuse me. So, I mean, another great match. Can't complain with that one. 
I was actually a big fan of this match. Zack Ryder showed a lot of fire during it. And I guess Miz was uh, reborn, I guess, at WrestleMania by getting that win because we've seen him lose to everybody and anybody. I mean, I think I think that was just so strange how he just like randomly at the last second got the WrestleMania spot. Well, they I guess they had a big plan for him. You know, maybe start building up, start building the Miz up now for uh, maybe a WWE title push. Yeah, maybe we'll see him main eventing WrestleMania 29. No. I don't think that because there's there's other things that I think are going into that. Uh, the CM Punk, you know, the amazing thing is after the show, after WrestleMania, we talked like what feuds are we think are going to extend. None of us really thought like any of them. Big, yeah. it looks like the Big Show and yeah, Cody. I thought, Ro- I thought they were all going to end. I thought the Big Show and Cody Rhodes looks like it's going to extend. Not, that's not necessarily true. I mean, like I kind of feel, I, I thought that the Rock and John Cena was going to extend. I just didn't think the Rock was going to win the way. I didn't think he was going to win at all. Yeah. So. I don't even think that's going to extend, too, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Seamus Daniel Bryan looks like that might be at an end because Alberto Del Rio comes back Monday Night Raw and announces I, they, his... They can't. They can't end that. No. I, yeah, I told... Like, if anything, way, I see triple threat. Yeah. At extreme I'm, threat I'm, with I'm, happy, I'm happy with Del Rio being back. Yeah, so am I. Because you, you need that main event star power back. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about the big uh, debut? Oh I yeah, guess. Lord Tensai making his yeah. big debut against taking on a uh, A Rye. Um, I didn't like. I didn't I like not, how they put him against Alex Riley. And Why? I was just not a fan of it at all. I think it was just, really yeah, not a fan of it at all. He I just came think, out with Sakamoto. For, well, he came out with Sakamoto from FCW. I thought it was a great match. I thought, I thought it was. It was a I, thought great it was squash. I thought it was. Uh, it, well, that wasn't a squash. That was him just uh, trying. That's a squash. <laughs> I know, but it was too long to be a squash. You want like a yeah, two-minute squash? Uh, I feel like it was a. I feel like it was a squash match, and it showed exactly what he had from the br- the brutal double underhook suplex, the senton, the choke slam, uh, power bomb. But you don't want to. You don't want to throw all of his moves out in the his first match you well, wanted to waiting i was literally waiting for the bicycle kick and it never came i was <laughs> i mean he's he's a he's a force to be reckoned with i think he, that he it's a, kind of like a warning but i know do the baldo bomb so i was happy with that <laughs> he did <laughs> um i like the fact that they said that he used to be in wwe and he went to japan but they should have yeah, made they, it they should have made it more they should have made it a quicker match you know, yeah, use, use the Baldo bomb. Use you know the double underhook suplex and, and call it a day. You don't have to do everything. Also, no, no, too, he sh- also too he should have got a pin because I feel like it was it was just an awkward ending where they were just like, oh yeah, he just can't compete anymore. Let's ring the bell. Then he got up two seconds I later. Think that it, I think that it was really well done. I thought the ending was good. I was a fan of I was a fan of the Iron Claw. What did you guys think about WWE.com? How they even acknowledged saying that he he was a, he is a train or Albert. But you then really you can't. You really can't not. Yeah, there was a train chance and there was a- Albert chance. So yeah. you think that so they're giving the fans more credit? Yeah, absolutely. Supposed to trying to hide it from them, saying, "Oh yeah, no, he's not a train. He's not Albert." With this, with this whole character development, what I think is, is that he was a train the last time we saw him. Then he went over to Japan and became this, what Lord Tensai apparently means is this Lord of Destruction. Yeah, and he came. Went to Japan, trained and studied, fucking became a beast, a monster. And I, I do like that they made the match, how they had to stop the match and he didn't get yeah. the pin. Because it goes, exactly, it goes along with the Lord of Destruction thing. 
exactly. That's why I feel like he hit them. He hit A Rod with every. I wouldn't even say everything he got, but he hit him with so many powerful moves that he just couldn't continue. So he's going to really, take. I really just. I don't like how they used Alex Riley, but I guess if they're going to do that, then I'm glad Kurt Hawkins and Tyler Rex and Slater. All no, they all get to be on Raw again. And Tramperetta. Because who the fuck is next for Lord Tensai? Maybe, Curtis Hawkins. Maybe Brodus Clay. Yeah. yeah, maybe not, though. Maybe not. It looks like he's going to be teaming we, up with Santino. Brodus Clay, yeah. That's I cool. like that. What did you guys think? We briefly mentioned before about storylines continuing out and everything. What did you guys think about that Cody Rhodes and Kofi match? I th- that kind of – that didn't really happen. <laughs> I was going to say, are you fucking with us? Yeah. <laughs> with Kofi Rhodes? Kofi Rhodes. Um, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What, were you, what were you saying? With the Big Show uh, interfering, well, not interfering, but getting involved. Oh, I thought you were talking about WrestleMania. I was like, he didn't. Oh play. no, no, no! With the storyline playing out, with him and Rhodes maybe not being done. Okay. I, I mean, I thought it was okay. Yeah, whatever. You, you loved it, right, Dave? Hmm. You loved it. You thought it was the best thing ever. Oh yeah, Allah. Yeah, definitely. Do <laughs> you say, "Oh yeah, Allah, 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 Tarufla"? No, it was the best thing ever. Abraham Washington returning. Yeah. Hell yeah. Get behind CM. Get I'm, behind. I'm uh... disappointed though. Why? Because you didn't hear. <laughs> I'm so happy I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, I I missed that too. But yeah, after Mark Henry was. Uh, CM Punk uh, got counted out in their match for the WWE Championship. Uh, Mark, it looks like no, Mark, Mark Henry got counted out. Mark Henry got counted out. Excuse me. Yeah. No, I thought a punk no, got counted out. No, CM Punk got counted out. You sure? Yeah, Mark Henry was in the ring and got pissed because he won, but he didn't win the championship. Oh yeah. But it doesn't look like they're going to be going into anything because it looks like the Chris Jericho CM Punk feud is going to be continuing after uh, Chris Jericho douses Punk and Jack Daniels and breaks a Jack Daniels bottle over his head. Is is it just me or did that bottle break, break early before it hit his head? Yeah, broke a lot earlier. Okay. But then, then they tried to like cover it up there, like using like a different camera angle. Yeah, and that's like when I saw it, I was just like, that is just exploded in his hand. They probably used uh, what is it, sugar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm a, I want to see I want to see this. Maybe they can do like a street fight or something like that at Extreme Rules. Abraham Washington, on the other hand, I want to see Mark Henry embrace him because I feel like that's what Mark Henry needs is a manager, someone to put him over. Well, well he didn't turn him down or anything. He took the card. He didn't wasn't angry at him or anything so who knows and I mean we've seen we've seen Mark Henry with managers in the past yeah and I think he's always Myers good Mason Teddy Long I think he's always good with them yeah and I think that's something especially the powerhouse that he is especially since Abraham Washington can can sort of talk on the mic too yeah no, not, could, not to say sort, Mark Henry can't could sort of talk he, on the mic I feel like he's more like – well, he they, obviously he could talk enough. He's the, one he's, of the uh, announcers for FCW. Dave, you'd know that. Right. And, because and Dave even, posts even all the not, FCW videos on our website. Even not, not that even because – what the fuck am I saying? I don't know. I keep <laughs> even, cutting you off. I'm sorry. Aside, aside from that, he was the host of the Abraham Washington show. So, like, they obviously gave him a speaking segment because he could somewhat speak. So Yeah. And Mark Henry, Mark Henry's okay. <laughs> All right, let's get to the uh, the the big the the ending of Monday Night Raw, um, with John Cena coming out and, and saying how he wants the Rock again. He wants the Rock. He wants the Rock to come out so they can talk and stuff like that. But it wasn't the Rock. It was Brock. Brock Lesnar. After w- the whole weekend, 
weekend all over the dirt sheets saying Brock Lesnar's in Miami. Brock Lesnar signed a one-year deal with the WWE. Brock Lesnar making his presence known coming back Monday to the WWE. Are you guys excited at all? How can you not be excited? Come on now. I'm amazed that you said that. I thought you'd be like, no, it's another – they have to start building up more talent. But – Dude, it's Brock – but like you just said, building up new talent and everything – I go back and forth because it's kind of like the same thing when The Rock came in. It is taking a spot from a younger talent, lower talent that aren't really up there yet. But And then where does it compare to what Impact Wrestling has done and is doing? Is Impact How Wrestling is bringing in How Jose Canseco. <laughs> How dare you? And then some, I, I just read something some other MMA guy wants to get into wrestling. So they're probably well, like... Well, no, seriously. What, where do you guys draw the line between that and that? I don't because Brock Lesnar. It's just it's like the one-off type of deal. Yeah, where like Brock like Brock Lesnar is like one of those guys, but he's not one of the Impact Wrestling guys. Where they they reach for, like he's born and bred WWE. The other guys are like WCW WWE kind of, where like they jump ship and like, but still try and wrestle. Brock Lesnar's still young enough. Also, All too, right. with, with Brock, they need something for John Cena to do because I think, like, it's like The Rock said his goodbyes and he's going to be gone for a while now because apparently he's filming more movies. So what are you going to do with John Cena? You know, put him, he, put him in the 2003 feud that I really enjoyed. Absolutely. And he got, he got F5'd by uh, Brock Lesnar to close out the show and Brock made his but presence I, known. I wasn't a fan of that return, though. I, I loved it because he... Like, it was like... I, I don't know. I just was kind of like forced. Did the fans ruin it a little bit for you? Could it have been the fans, how they were chanting Brock Lesnar during the entire promo and then John Cena saying? It actually could, could have been. Could it have been that? Which, I mean, which in that case is like, fuck the internet. And then where John Cena was just like, oh, yeah, uh, live TV or imagination. He was yeah, doing the Daniel Bryan chant, which is amazing. I think I think if you looked at John Cena's face when everyone started, started chanting Brock, like you – like not new, but like he kind of looked as if, oh my god, they know. Well, yeah, but that that crowd overall was amazing, though. Yeah, because well, it was everybody. It was, it, well, it's not the Miami crowd. It's not the Miami crowd. It's the fact that you still had twenty thousand people still nursing everything that happened from WrestleMania going to this event and taking carrying everything that happened there. Like, if you think if it was a normal Miami crowd, the whole place would be screaming yes. I don't think so. No. Maybe, like it, like maybe New York year, next. Next year, I was gonna say next year if it's like if they have it at Madison Square Garden the night after, then yes, it is the New York crowd. Yeah, <laughs> like because there are wrestling hotbeds. That being like Philadelphia, Washington D.C., Chicago, York. New York. I think those are like the top four I, that I, I could think of. I agree with you. So do you think like, now? West Coast cities like I wouldn't fucking put California like Staples Center I don't think so that's where all like the posh people go all the fucking yeah, it's like oh we're going to the biggest party of the summer summer <laughs> yes alright what do we see next year Wrestlemania 29 MetLife Stadium John Cena versus Brock Lesnar I was maybe but I was way more surprised to see The Rock return when he did with like the, the guest GM of Wrestlemania 27 yeah. or whatever, he the host or whatever and all the lights went out and everything, I was way more happy with that than I was with Brock but that's also The Rock's pageantry Brock Lesnar, what did the Brock? The most the Brock Lesnar did was jump onto the term, jump onto the ring uh, apron and fireworks shoot out 
No, that's not Brock Lesnar. Oh, Brock Lesnar. No. Well, I'm saying like they did a they did a way better job at hiding it, perhaps. Yeah, Brock Lesnar lives in the woods and probably chops wood all day every day. Speaking of living in the woods and chopping wood every day, have you seen pictures of Batista from WrestleMania weekend? No, no. Dude was in Miami and he has. First of all, he's fucking even more tatted up oh. everywhere. Oh god. His head is shaved, except for in the middle, he has braids. Long fucking braids. Sounds right up your alley. Yeah. Dude, no, no, no. It's shaved, like, all the way around, except for this little area with tons of fucking braids where, like, it goes down to his ass almost. That's weird. Really? Yeah. There has to, that has to be extensions. I'm sorry. You Obviously, can't... it's extensions, but... Maybe he's filming a movie? Yeah. Who the fuck knows but Batista? All right. Like, well, that's the weirdest shit. I would love to have seen him with, with like, without a ponytail. Yeah, right. That was, like, the craziest thing I've ever seen. All right. Let's get into our musical interlude. Dave, you want to introduce this one? All right. And our musical interlude comes from Pembroke, a band outside, uh, that comes from Long Island, New York. Go follow them on Twitter, at Pembroke LI. Go follow them on – go like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash Pembroke L.I. The song is called Crawling Back. Go check them out. And we'll be back. I'm uh, marking out. Dry your eyes. Keep it all locked inside. Don't play on forgiveness. You're wasting your time. Because every tear you shed has been worn by a kiss. And with every whimper, you fail to mention that you loved it. wrestling fans thank you very much to Pembroke for contributing that song to the podcast if you're in a band and you want us to play some of your songs get in touch with us marking out one at gmail.com 
There was a question that I know Brandon wanted to get to because we, you know, we try to involve all of our fans and everybody that listens to the podcast on the show. And I know there was a question that we wanted, I wanted to cover back when we talked about, you know, the, the two guys in the Attitude Era being The Undertaker and Triple H. What was the question, Brandon? And this comes in from at Ringrope Garrick. Which current superstars would you have liked to see wrestle in the Attitude Era? Ooh, tough one. You want to start that off, Brandon? Honestly, for me, it's not tough at all. I think I can only think of one name, and that being Dolph Ziggler. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I, even even if, like, the Attitude Era, like, kind of, like, 2003-ish, 2002-ish, I would like to have actually seen him wrestle Kurt Hennig. Kurt Hennig versus Dolph Ziggler? Yeah. Wow. That's how I'm talking versus, about. Versus Billy Gunn. Versus, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, what about you, Dave? I don't know. I'm thinking right now. Uh, maybe uh, Lord Tensei, Mark Henry, yeah, one, okay. of, one of those guys yeah, would be great for the Attitude Era. Wasn't Mark Henry in the Attitude Era? We, we literally yeah. have a comedian on the show. I don't know. Maybe you, CM Punk. I think he would have been oh, a good actually, yes. the Attitude Era. Yeah, actually CM Punk. What about also. Daniel Bryan? Uh... I don't think would he have fit in though, being that, like a small guy. I, you know, p- put him in the cruiserweight division. Well, I mean, Ken Shamrock was a small guy. Yeah, Ken yeah, Shamrock Ken versus Shamrock Daniel Bryan. Wasn't that small. Eh, it's pretty small. Would, would we have liked to have seen our broski Zack Ryder? You know what? I as much as no, you know, you could just say no. I don't think he would. <laughs> I don't think he would fit. His character and persona would definitely have not fit. I mean, he could be hanging out with too cool. <laughs> yeah, you that's exactly else? what would happen. You know who else would have been a fucking awesome fit? Would be Beth Phoenix and Natty Neidhart. Okay, absolutely, because that's when like women's wrestling was like prime. Yeah, I wouldn't there... say that was prime. But... I, well, you know, it was it was. <laughs> I mean, like it was, I it was women's like, wrestling. Would... It wasn't divas wrestling. Yeah, I would definitely like to have seen like Natty versus Ivory or something. Okay. Or definitely some like some sort of mix with like Beth Phoenix, Molly Holly, or something. All right. Of that standard. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. So we did go down to, to Miami for WrestleMania, but we did so much more wrestling stuff. And it started Friday night, Ring of Honor in Fort Lauderdale at the War Memorial. This was an eye pay per view. And for what did we spend, like 25 bucks on tickets? We got more than we wanted to on this uh, one. This is, this is just after us getting high with uh, Finley, too. So, I mean. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh. I was like, what? Do you want to explain oh. yourself, Dave? Oh, yeah. No, we got high with Finley. Explain it to a little bit more. Um, we actually were getting on the – we had a layover over at Georgia. And we're, me and Chris are standing there waiting for the plane. Then he's just like, hey, behind you, Finley. I'm like, all right, fuck you, bullshit. So then, finally, <laughs> I, finally, I take a look, and long and behold, Finley is right behind us. So, yeah, he was on our airplane, and we got high with Finley. Why didn't you guys go up to him and like say hello? Because we wanted, didn't want to be those marks at the airport. They go up to wrestlers. Yeah, like, oh my god! Not, it's not being a mark. You just go, wait, where, where was he already? He was boarding. Yeah, no, no, he was standing he was right next to, us. to be boarded. Yeah, so you just walk up, and be like, hello, big fan. Nah, he was already being mobbed by little kids, and it's not... So? I was, gonna, I was mobbed by uh, little kids. Uh, he wasn't? No. Um, yeah, but when, when he first got there, a few people went up... Little kids went up to him for autographs. Yeah. And, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to didn't want to do that. Just now. I'm sorry. I'm not you, Brandon. We'll I'm going to tweet it out to Evolve, being like, make sure you know Chris, Chris was fucking on the same flight as 
Why would you tweet you know something like that? You know who's not going to get high flying anymore? Evan Bourne. Yeah, when we're talking about Ring of Honor, we'll talk about Evan Bourne in a minute. Um, Are we going to talk about Evan Bourne in a minute? Yeah, we will talk about Evan Bourne in a minute. I'm going to catch. Okay, ca- just checking. One minute. Okay? So, Ring of Honor showed out in the sun. Fort Lauderdale. Big, big, big show. iPay-per-view. Two nights they're doing there. Starting off. I, I thought this was, for the money, I thought this was a great card. Your thoughts, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't really like Ring of Honor, but I, I only came to see Lance Storm. And what, and your thoughts, Lance Storm versus uh, Mike Bennett. What did you think about it? I really enjoyed that match. I thought the only reason why I might have, like, disillusioned, maybe that could be the word, was the fact that Lance Storm came out bald. And you wanted to see him with his little top cut? Yeah. It's like, those, those are like staples in wrestling that... I thought it was a really good event. I thought Lethal versus O'Reilly was good. That was actually a really Lethal. fucking awesome match. Yeah, Lethal Lethal is just great. What a what and a El, El Generico, Generico. was Ravancha was fucking awesome. awesome. All right, it's been a minute. Let's talk about it. Evan Bourne. Really? Yeah, you said a minute. I'm holding you to it. All right. Well, Evan Bourne may have his uh, career threatened right now. He has a serious midfoot fracture dislocation, and he may be out for actually, good. Actually, I don't think so. He tweeted out saying that he's going to be back. It'll just take longer. Yeah, did he? Yeah. Ah, who knows? Only he does. Yeah. And the doctors. And the doctors. Uh, the dual duel between the Young Bucks and All Night Express. What do we think about I wanted, that? I wanted to get a, a shake my hand chant started, but I'm too big of a pussy to fucking. You sure are. Chant. So I thought yeah, that was. I thought that was a good match, and I was amazed. Uh, that was the the tornado tag match. That's right. Yeah, um, tornado. Yeah, because they said the, the first name was No Hold Bart. Um, I'm I'm amazed that um, the All Night Express went over. Because I, you know, <laughs> because I think like the tornado tag match is a match that should have. Well, do we? Do it's we know more of a won? Young Bucks style match. Do we know who won the next night? Yeah, Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks won yeah. the second night. I kind of feel like that was like, to me at least, I saw that coming. I, th- I think that's good. It switches up everything, but it switches up each person with their uh, gimmicks. Sort of their, yeah, kind of like ANX is not really a te- tornado tag team style, while Young Bucks isn't really a street fighting kind of a team. I feel like it switches us up, but it also evens the field right now. So they need a they need a third match. Yeah, so maybe hopefully yeah. down the line of Ring of Honor we'll uh, be able maybe, to see maybe that. Maybe they'll do it live on iPay-Per-View at uh, Best in the World 2012. They're having a Best Possibly. in the World 2012? Uh, yeah, I think it's in uh, it's at the Hammerstein. Oh, sweet. All right, maybe we'll have to go. I think in June. You had, uh, you, know, pro- you had a proving ground match. The Briscoes faced the uh, Australian team of M- uh, TMDK. I was actually pretty impressed with these guys. These guys were big dudes. But they definitely handled their own in the ring. Which what I was, does TMDK stand for? Anything? Aussie, 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 oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right? You heard those chants during that? Everyone, those fucking people behind us were like booing them. I was like, shut the fuck up. I'm sitting there chanting Aussie, 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 oi, 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 No, you weren't. You're too big of a no, pussy yes, to chant that also. No, I was. I wanted, no, you weren't. Yes, I was. Uh, Are you kidding me? I 100% was. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Uh, world's, greatest, so. world's greatest tag team. We're in action also, too. Uh, Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. I was really impressed with that team. That was a really good match, too. I mean, they went back and forth and back and forth. Caprice, uh, Coleman, and Alexander are really coming up into their own. 
Yeah, and I'm hopefully you know this is this is why the Ring of Honor has the best tag team division because now they have these new up and coming guys facing wrestling's greatest tag team. I said world's greatest tag team, didn't I? No one. Yeah. No one. I didn't uh, jump on it. Come on, Brandon. You're supposed well, I mean, to be honest. Look at, They're your look favorite. At the, look at the card. I mean, you have three tag team matches on the card. Yeah. I think I think with that that Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas match, we only have to mention that Sign Guy was there. Yes, Sign yes. Guy was there, and he had Sign a Sign Guy uh, sat right next to us. And we Charlie Haas, like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And Tie Dye Guy was there too. Yeah. Which He's is out there. He definitely, definitely, definitely did some drugs with the ECW guys. Yeah, yeah meth is one hell of a drug. Don't, people don't do it. But then you had your Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title match. Roger Strong, Eddie Edwards, and Davey Richards in an elimination match. It was me, a really good, really good match. I thought it was very good. Well, very... Yeah, that was a good match too, but we didn't even finish off with this scene in Generico. We didn't because I think, to me, this is what I was saying. Was it me? Did you think Steen and Generico kind of just sucked the life out of you because it was so involved? There was so much going on. There, it was oh, an yeah. insane match. And then you have this really fast-paced technical match between the three of those guys. This was de- it was definitely one of my top favorite matches of the weekend, Steen Generico. Oh, same I here. Thought it was, huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. But then the end of it with Jimmy Jacobs. Oh, Jimmy Jacobs! Yeah, J- Jimmy Jacobs coming out and turning on Generico and jabbing him in the with head the spike. with with the railroad spike. So we don't know where El Generico is going to go from here, and we but, don't know if maybe actually, we'll see. A, we'll start actually, to see. A, we'll start to see a team of Jacobs and Steen. Yeah, maybe they'll just take uh, over Ring of Honor. I was going to say, actually, we do know where El Generico goes from there. Great the day after. <laughs> great, great segue. We just got to talk about the World Heavyweight Title match first. Uh, Which was just fast paced, and Eddie Edwards getting Eddie Edwards not getting the win. And no, Dave, Davey Richards. Davey Richards getting the win, but Still then Mike true. Elgin, who had a title match the next night, comes out and attacks Davey Richards. Yeah. What do you think about that? It, Making him maybe a little I less think, weak. It's very interesting that, especially because it's not Steen, and Steen's been up there trying to egg Davey on and get that title shot. Now Mike Elgin's coming in. And then they recently just had a, a little uh, promo with, um, what's his face, Prince Nana, actually selling the property, the rights to Rhino over to uh, The Truth. Yeah, that's true. There, there we go. Truth Martini actually buying Rhino. So maybe we're going to see another tag team of Rhino and Michael uh, Mike Elgin. That's- now, is, it, is it illegal to buy and sell Rhino? No, Prince Nana could do whatever he wants. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, And it looks like the House of Truth is getting stronger. You know, the one thing that we want to mention from night two of Showdown in the Sun is the power going out. No, but uh, night two, Roger Strong wins the uh, Ring of Honor World uh, Television title. Yeah. Which, that's pretty big, because maybe now that's selling Rhino, maybe Elgin and Rhino will go for the tag team titles. House of Truth is, uh, you know... Kind of back on top of the uh, professional. I would, I would like to see that uh, tag team. They're both very similar in style and in uh, size. I think it would be one hell of a tag team. Absolutely. So then, you know, we didn't go to Showdown in the Sun Night 2. Great card. Yeah, as I said, the power apparently went out. DJ Fat Pat texted me and goes, Hey, are you at Ring of Honor? I said, No, I'm at Access. He's like, well, the power's out. I'm like, oh, good thing we had last night. But uh, yeah, I would have been fucking pissed. We did, we did access. You know, a, you know, great fan spectacle. <laughs> a lot of good things. A lot of FCW wrestlers, which is great. You got to see Damian Sandow wrestle. Got to see uh, Antonio Cesaro. I almost called him Claudio. Yes, um, Seth Rollins. Woods. Xavier Wood. We didn't get to see Seth Rollins because we were going to meet Kurt Hawkins and uh, Tyler X. 
But we, we did we did see uh, Evilise. Yeah, Evilise from Tough we Enough did. is there. Evilise. You know, a wrestler that we didn't see was Dean Ambrose, who's who actually is starting a feud with Mick Foley now. But we don't know we if don't he's know starting, if he's a, feud. starting a feud. We don't know if he's starting, but it looks like he's trying to. He was confronting him, calling him out, calling him a criminal, and saying that he ruined a generation. It's just crazy stuff. A yeah. lot going on with FCW. Yeah. So, and there's apparently a lot of talent's gonna be uh, called up from FCW soon. I'm hoping yeah. see this new blood come in. Uh, so I, that- really, I really want to say that when we were online to meet Howard Finkel, me and Chris, and Brodus Clay's music hit. Oh, that was amazing. Fucking, you see just people running to the wrestling ring just to see a glimpse of the Funkasaurus. That was good. And then right after so we went to Access, walked down, got some drinks over at Wet that, Willies. No, no. Before we even say we got some drinks... Fuck that walk! Are you guys serious? No, I. You know what? I have to give you some credit, Brandon. You know, if, if you if you've seen Brandon or if you know Brandon or if you've heard dude, Brandon. Fuck you! No, I'm, no, I'm just saying. Brandon's a wow. big dude. Seen Brandon? Wow. You get a you picture. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to like diss you. I, uh, no, I understand. Yeah. But Brandon's a big dude, and in 85 degree weather, we walked about 30 blocks down to this bar. I have to give Brandon some props. You if, know, if El Generico doesn't get MVP for the weekend for me, it's definitely Brandon. Yeah, well, we, we'll, um, yeah, Brandon definitely gets MVP. Brandon definitely manned up this weekend. Um, So, yeah, we said Wet Willies. Brandon uh, gets uh, raved on by a bunch of chicks, booty bopping him and stuff like that. We started a yes chant there. Started a yes chant. It was great. And then we made our way over. That yes chant looked very dangerous. Why? Because the bartender's going to kill somebody? And, like, all of a sudden, like, the bartender's like, what what the fuck? Like, I could have sworn, like, one of the bartenders looked like the owner of some shit got a whistle out to, like, we need to call police? Like, what the (laughs) fuck? Yeah, it looked like they started scrambling around. The security started coming up, started to... Find out if they had a riot coming, and they were like, "Oh, it's just a bunch of wrestling fucking losers." <laughs> it's just a mu- bunch of marks. Yeah, yeah. We, we we sure were. And then after that, we made our way over to Dragon Gate, Mercury Rising, two thousand twelve. I the- can't believe you made me walk from there to to the fucking taxi cab. Yeah, right. Shit. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But Ring of uh, Dragon Gate, very fast paced, very technical. A lot of we saw John Davis wrestle, wrestle Bobby Fish for that matter, Sammy Callahan. Big, uh, you know, big fan of mine and possibly my other two co-hosts here. Face Sabu and just a, a grueling, no holds barred match. There was tables, there was chairs, there was the only the only thing I hope was just kept praying, please don't get blood on me, Sabu. <laughs> he did. Instead, you get other everything else on you. Yeah, literally, we'll talk about that when the time comes. Yeah. My uh, my favorite match of the night was the uh, six way Chuck Taylor Invitational Tournament. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, that was that, uh, Samurai Del Sol, who we've mentioned he's on. A, he's just a fucking show stealer. Yeah, he oh, is. Yeah. Amazing. Lincer Dorado. El Generico, the surprise entrance, which was great because we all popped for him. I popped really I'm hard. Really, yeah. Chuck I'm Taylor. Really glad we got to hear that music twice. Yeah. In this in this weekend. Yeah, you, you and it was Rich a, Swan, Chima. Yeah, Rich Swan, Chima. Just uh, technically, uh, just it was it was jaw dropping. Just everything. Well, well, that what, 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 what people should come out of that match thinking was go look up Samurai Del Sol. Absolutely, and we'll re- see him. And PWS. he's going to be at PWS, so you have to buy tickets. Yeah, seriously, like we're not even like we're not even trying to carny you right here. Fucking, you have to yeah. see Samurai Del Sol. Absolutely, and you got to see everybody else. Rich Swan was great in there. Shima was very good. Uh, besides that match, one of my favorite matches was Eric Cannon with uh, Pinky Sanchez versus Ar Fox. 
Yeah, AR Fox. Dude, yeah, AR Fox is definitely somebody that if you're not a fan of him through CCW yeah. or any other smaller promotions. I mean, we, we've seen him wrestle in MYWC, just fucking absolutely awesome. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And then the main event of the night was Dragon Gate six man tag team match. Let's talk about the entrances, shall we? Yeah, BXP Hulk and uh, Akira Tozawa coming out with uh, Christy Von Erie. And yeah. Brandon didn't like that. You want to explain why, Brandon? Yeah, well, this motherfucker, like, oh, look at this. I'm fake Triple H, comes out with a fucking water bottle. For BXP Hulk. Yeah, not even, like, not even going to try and hide the fact that you fucking put shit in your mouth. And he's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, okay. Fucking stops right in, right, right fucking in front of us. I'm wearing a white T-shirt. Boom, spits that red shit in the fucking air. It gets in my eyes. It gets in my fucking mouth. Are you fucking kidding me? Brandon was just like, oh, my God, I just made out with BXB Hulk. No, but I more, more like importantly. And he stains my fucking shirt. Do you know how much a shirt for a big person costs on fucking WWE.com? <laughs> It's not even funny. Fuck him. You weren't wearing a WWE. Oh, yeah, you were. I was wearing a rock shirt. Getting mad shirt. I wasn't. It was vintage. It was brand new. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was new. I remember when he bought it. Oh, yeah, that is brand new. That is, yeah. Asshole. (laughs) But anyway, and then also teaming with Loki against. It came out, by the way. Good. I'm glad. It was probably water soluble. (laughs) But seriously, that really fucking pissed me off. Like, I just got the fuck up and left. I was done. Fuck. (laughs) You didn't get up. You just sat there angrily. Yeah, and then I got the fuck up and left. I was like, I can't. I literally can't take this. I can't, I gotta leave. Yeah, he went to to the bar to hang out with D.H. Uh, Smith and uh, Helms. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, on the way to the bathroom. Sabu was just chilling out there, and I was gonna say like good match, but I was like, I, I didn't want to fucking like disturb Sabu because like I've met him Probably in the stoned. past. No, I've met him in the past, and he's like kind of one of those guys that just like keep to himself. It seemed like that like doesn't really want to be bothered by fans. Yeah. But, yeah, so I just went over there, and then I went to the bar and uh, sat and had Diet Coke. Smith, Harry Smith, and Gregory Helms with that fat fucking. Well, face. didn't you have a uh, little beef with Harry Smith? Well, no, that was after the fact. That was after <laughs> after the event when we were at the bar, and he was there in his fucking snakeskin boots, <laughs> just just for the simple fact that he's looking at me. He knows he met me before. <laughs> <laughs> He knows he met me before. He know he kept looking at me like I think I know this guy. He knows he stole my fucking paint pen. It's it's okay. It's okay. I didn't have to go out to the store the next day to buy a new blue one just so I can get Mick Foley to sign Dude Love in blue. Cool. Wow. He, he he ended up signing it in brown, by the way. Thank you very much, Harry. But no, nobody's to blame here. Nobody's to blame here. I was just a fan going to meet you, excited, and then. <laughs> Got my pen. No, no, it's cool. You could no laugh all you want. It's funny. No, I'm just laughing of how subtly you went. No, it's and he's sitting there. And he's sitting there in snakeskin boots. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I texted Jamie. I was like, dude, I really think Harry Smith is wearing snakeskin boots right now. I've never seen somebody wear snakeskin boots. That was pretty fucking cool. I didn't even notice. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty. I didn't even notice. I was sitting down, so when he was walking, so. Oh. I was like eye level with it at the point of the horizon. Sure. Oh my god. But By Dragon the way, Gate the sun going down at WrestleMania looked beautiful. It did. It did. Dragon <laughs> Gate six man match. Shima Ricochet and Pac. No. Pac Ricochet and Masaki I can't Masaki even see Masaki Moshi Yeah. Versus Loki and Akira Tozawa and PXB Hulk. Solid. Your solid Japanese style wrestling match. Solid match. It was 
a lot of stuff going on. We got to see Pac, yeah. which Dave freaked out over. Hell yeah. I mean, even when we got to see Masato Yoshino, I was really happy because he was actually challenging Johnny Gargano for the Open the Freedom Gate Championship. Yeah, he did, which was another great match. title belt name. And, I know, right? Open the it's Freedom like, Gate. It's but like, what oh, about that announcement that they had? Oh, yeah. In the middle of the show, you have uh, Shima and members of the Dragon Gate affiliate, members of CZW yeah, affiliation, DJ Hyde. Hyde. Coming out and making a big announcement for next year's WrestleMania. Shima, Shima said, "said he goes, I wrote my family, I wrote my wife, I wrote my daughter, or whatever he said." And then he goes, "You're listening to Two and a Half Restaurant Podcast." <laughs> no, but made a big announcement next year. <laughs> next year WrestleMania weekend, Dragon Gate, Evolve, and Shikara are going to do a big Super Weekends, which. I'm intrigued about. You know who can't be less excited? Dave. <laughs> why Dave? I don't know. Yeah, why me? I don't know. It's just you. Oh, okay. Who would be less excited? This guy right, right here. You? Yeah. Why? Why well, would no, he be excited? No, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I wasn't a fan of Chikara. Who else are they teaming up with? Dragon Gate. Oh, Evolve. I've never seen Evolve, so that could be interesting. But Dragon Gate, I was actually really, really surprised with. Why, why are you surprised with it? Well, I didn't because I, I didn't really see any Dragon Gate before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. On Saturday, and and I didn't know what I didn't know what to expect going in, and I just came out thinking like, aside from the BXV shit, it was really, I was really happy with the fact that I went to that. Absolutely. Good. And the reason why I'm not intrigued for next year is because the only thing I really want to do next year is WWE events related. I, yeah. I can I can agree with you on that one. And I kind of I kind of, even though I don't think Access was worth the money, I kind of want to go to Access. I want to go to Access. I thought it was great. You know, it, yes, it was forty five bucks, but you, how much good wrestling did you get to, get to see? And all yeah, the, and all the guys were having fun. All the guys were having fun doing it. Like Xavier Woods said in the middle of his match, he goes, "It's Access," you know, and they were having yeah. they were having a good time. He goes, and I, he goes, "People don't know me, and they're chanting my name." I thought that was really funny. And if you want to get to know Xavier Woodmore, you can go to Facebook.com slash Mark and where Dave posts all the <laughs> FCW videos. You could call this number. He's on this lifeline support. Yeah, right. So then, yeah, after Dragon Gate, you know, solid, great, very good wrestling. And then we went to the very bad wrestling. <laughs> $5 wrestling, live taping at midnight. Well, it was after midnight. It was like 1230 or so. Just bad, bad wrestling with great commentary. Cole Who did Lex Luger face? What? Who did Lex Luger face? Tully no Schmo. No was, Tracy Smothers Right right I was I, I couldn't fucking think of who it was I was thinking like I was like I know it was somebody else famous I just can't fucking think of it Yeah it was it was it was an interesting event so it, I, it, I could I was so tired at that time I couldn't even really laugh at most of the only times I really laughed at the jokes was with uh, New Jack New Jack stepped on a commentary cool. I didn't think that was funny at all I thought it was great but um, I, I'm glad that we did get to hear him laugh, though, because that, that's <laughs> one great. <laughs> it was an experience. We got to we got to we got to see Freight Train in person. It was amazing, and it was just it was just a weekend, man. It was yes. Was it was it a long draining weekend? Yes. But do I yes. regret? But yes, we all know, Dave. We all know how how draining it was. But do I regret anything? No. I got to go to we got to go to WrestleMania. We got to go to so much wrestling, and we were under the impression that it was going to be long. So, listen, listen, listen. what are you saying underneath your breath there, Brandon? I'm saying listen. 
All you have to do for $5 wrestling is say that the main event was Dick Foley versus The Overtaker. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I really wish, I really wish like the people who listen to Mark and Al could see that match. I'm you gonna can say find it on YouTube. Well, no, I, I, not I looked on YouTube. I'm gonna assume that it's gonna be on DVD where we could see that match. But even before that, if people want to see it, I'm gonna go ahead and tell people to tweet Cole Cabana and tell them to try and put that match online because that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was it was it was so bad. It was like American Badass over, uh, Undertaker fucking parody. You almost said Overtaker. Yeah, I, I did. But it was so fucking funny. Like, who who, who does like? I don't know who thinks of something like that. Right. Okay, so who else though? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it was it was a crazy, it was a great, awesome weekend. We all had a great, great time. Uh, but there was some sadness coming out of the weekend. Um, Hall of Famer Chief J Strongbow, class of 1994. You know, well known for in the WWF, WWF, the NWA passed away this week. Um, you know, inspiration Hall of Famer, and we're going to give a ten bell salute to Chief J Strongbow, and then we're going to go right into shameless plugs. He's definitely one of the staples from that era of wrestling in the 70s with Bruno San Martino, Jimmy Valiant, superstar Billy Graham. It's just it's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. So let's let's salute him and we'll go right to shameless plugs. Dave the Rave that the ladies oh so crave and I'm here with your shameless plugs we're gonna start everything off with Tom from Ringside Collectibles go follow him at TS5 Ringside or Riot what up Ringside or Riot yeah then go follow Optimus Jimbo a mark that follows us always writes to us good person go good person then the last one Go follow Sammy Callahan and Jay Lethal at Sammy Callahan at the Jay Lethal. Both of them are going to be competing against each other. Sammy Callahan will be defending his PWS championship against Jay Lethal at PWS. Refuse to lose May 4th, Railway uh, Rec Center. Call 1-800-838-3006. Tickets are as low as $20. Do not pass this shit up. Yep. Reality check. Reality check. Get your motherfucking tickets. Yeah, I think that's the next uh, big event we're going to. Actually, no, there's a uh, NYWC event that we'll be attending in the middle of April. Yes, Ref Forge will get his shirt. Yeah, Brandon will personally <laughs> give it to you, and you can personally give Brandon $12. Maybe 15 actually, excuse me. Maybe we could actually meet him. Yeah, uh, there we go. Uh, let's get into Brandon. And who, who is he shouting out? My name is Dave, and you should listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Make me famous. You know, I would say this one in Spanish, but I don't know how to speak in Spanish. <laughs> El Generico definitely takes the first one. I've said it in the past that I don't really like ROH. I said it on this show, but literally, he's fucking awesome. That's all I have to say for that one. Number two, I'm pretty sure as soon as we walked over to the ring at Access, I saw Bill DeMott. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. 
But the shout out instead goes to the big wiggle, Norman Smiley. Nobody fucking saw him walking. Nobody noticed him at access. He's just walking the floor. I tried to get over there fast, but I walked that whole fucking strip in South Beach. It felt like my legs were going to fall off. I couldn't walk at all. So my fastest speed was slow as anything. So I didn't get to meet Norman Smiley. Oh, well. And then number three, going to give it to Zack Ryder, The Miz, and Dolph Ziggler for that spot, that Rough Rider spot at WrestleMania. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. That was great. Yeah, seriously, that was fucking sick. That was awesome. Nice. The end. The end. <laughs> the, the end to cap off to a big WrestleMania yeah. weekend. Now but that's not the fucking chicken salad sandwich. Yeah, there we go. But that that's wasn't it. the end. Of, that wasn't. We, we you have to cap off a WrestleMania recap and WrestleMania weekend show with our. Mark out moment of the week. Now we all, you know what? We all decided like there's different markouts for everybody. So I think this week we'll have three different markouts. Dave, you can start first. All right. My personal markout was after the WrestleMania access started raining, so we had to find some shelter. So we hid under the the roof of some little building on the side, walking to where were we walking to? Was that the walk to What Willie's? Yes. Yeah. That was the start. Yeah, What Willie's. And then we ran into a. Uh, Tremaine's Angel, at Tremaine's Angel X and at Chaz underscore Chaps all the way from London. They were trying to look for us over at Access, looking for us all over the place. Then finally, they found us. They got their t-shirts. They got their last. They got to talk with us a little bit. That was personally my highlight, my own uh, little mark out moment of the week. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, they're from London and they listen to this. Yeah. That's cool. That that is yeah. cool. But I, I I had I had a different one. Mine had to be meeting Freight Train, because he <laughs> because he lived a he lived the gimmick. Chris Chris was fucking wasted at this point. Oh, Chris was from his so little shitty. fucking. Listen, I back up when when we say we're going down down to Miami and we're getting wasted. I back my game up. Okay, I, I did so. Chris got tell, reckless and, ra- and wasted. Yeah. I tell everyone that we went to a daiquiri bar, and they're like, ew, are you serious? And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's grain alcohol. But that wasn't like, oh, it. That, then I just kept – I crushed beers. But meeting Freight Train was really funny because he, he stayed in gimmick. He talked in gimmick. I don't know if that's really him, but I just feel like I, I popped pretty <laughs> I, hard for I that. I think that's definitely him. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make out with any woman here. I'm going to make her call no. me daddy. No. I mean, no. He said that. Oh, I don't remember because I was too drunk, right? No, he didn't say that. All right. Brandon, what about yours? Okay. This one is – this was like a little interesting because I was sitting – first of all, let me just say JetBlue for life. Fuck American Airlines. Fuck Travelocity. I'm going to say that right off the bat. But I'm sitting on the airplane. First of all, also, I keep saying first of all. Second Let of me all, just say yeah. Second of all, but this is still first of all because fuck, fuck American Airlines again, where you walk onto this airplane and they make you pass first class. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I gotta go. Like, oh, these nice big ass chairs. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a great flight. You get through the fucking see through curtain, shittiest fucking seats ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was a fan of Delta. Any Delta too. 
Yeah, I mean JetBlue. I'm just used to JetBlue. I was kind of taken aback. I wasn't. I, I don't think I'd flown American since I went to Club Med and fucking. All right, all right. So that's okay. Great. So yeah. Continue. Regardless, regardless, I'm sitting on the aisle seat, and this woman walks up to me, and she she had the the window seat. So I get up for her, whatever. She sits down, and then she starts making phone calls, and she goes, "Hi, I'm so and so from WWE, calling to see." where you are to pick up Adam Copeland. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like sitting there, what the fuck? And uh, then then she finally, she goes, okay, hold on, let me call him. And I see her scroll through her phone book and dial up Adam Copeland's number. I'm like, this is insane right now. I'm like, even now telling this story, I'm Mark. still like, yeah, exactly. I was, what would you fucking do when, though? Well, when I, when I told Chris originally, I don't know if he was still drunk, but he had no clue who Adam Copeland was. He thought he was the lead singer of a band. Okay. Yeah. No, you know, listen, Dave, I was, it was, as you said, it was an exhausting taxing weekend where you couldn't yeah, even pay attention to WrestleMania. And this is after a long flight and a layover. And so I was like a little that. tired. Give me a break. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, then a guy ended up sitting in between us, so I couldn't even, like, ask her anything. And then as soon as the flight took off, she was dealing with this up until the flight took off. So as soon as the flight took off, how many times am I going to say as soon as the flight took off? The flight took off. Four or five times now. She, like, fell asleep right away, so. <laughs> That's but when Brandon flight, had his fun. After, after the flight, I caught up to her. I was like, do you mind if I ask you what you do in the company? Like, I felt like a fucking idiot, first of all. I'm sitting there in the airport sitting in the fucking on the airplane in a John Cena t-shirt <laughs> and like and then I hear her say I'm so and so from WWE I'm like oh son of a bitch she thinks I'm just like one of them wearing a Wrestlemania shirt wearing a hat which in turn I might be but but then I caught up to her and she, she, some, she did something with talent relations so nice if you're listening hello I don't think she is <laughs> yeah. did you even tell her you have a podcast I didn't because I I don't know I don't I kind of I don't know I don't feel like it's my place to say that yeah, kind of definitely to WWE employees yeah, you know right. what I mean yeah no absolutely yeah they, but they don't give a shit we're we're pro wrestling we're not sports entertainment yeah, yeah absolutely and that's our show for this week folks thank you very much for listening yet again markingout.com facebook.com slash markingout twitter.com slash markingout go buy a t-shirt at markingout.com um Am I missing anything else? No. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, and have a good week. Bye-bye. That's a DJ, Silva. Are you serious, bro?